Hi guys and welcome back to the Emphatic Fanatics podcast with your host Jordan Renton. Back again with episode 16 and we're in with a, a good episode tonight. And what better way to start with, with none other than saying, we'll be coming, we'll be coming, we'll be coming down the road. Yes, Scotland have made it to Euro 2021. I, I can't believe it and I don't think any of the boys here tonight can. But none other than my, my co-host Theo, how you doing mate? Um, yeah, I'm fine. I was a bit disappointed with that, uh, that yeah, singing there. I know, I know. It, it wasn't a great <laughs> one. I might cut it. You never know. But we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it sounds on, on the edit. But yeah, no, it's good to have you as always, mate. And I've got too, uh, my guest tonight as well. We've got our guest. We've got a returning guest and Ronan. Ronan, how are you doing? I'm not bad, mate. How are you yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, yeah. It's good to have you back on the pod and yeah, just get your your quick thoughts on obviously Scotland finally qualifying after 22 years. How how do you feel? Well, it's been a long time coming for a start. <laughs> um, <laughs> Definitely. I I've never. I was delighted, just for the fact that I mean the last major was '98. I was born in '99, so I've never seen us yeah. make a major. So <laughs> I'm really I'm really looking forward yeah. to it because as much as Euros and World Cups are always great to watch, you always you always think yeah. oh. Every year you if, think if my team oh, was there, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. Now it's 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 always we'll we'll get into it in a bit later, but yeah, it's 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 amazing to have that feeling. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. But our other guest, we've got another guest, Andy's first time on the pod, River. Uh, how you doing, mate? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good stuff, mate. Yeah. So we've got we've gone for the guests this week. We've gone for two. England supporters and we're going for two Scottish supporters so yeah it'll be a, it'll be a nice balance and um, hopefully we'll have a good chat tonight but yeah starting off with with Scotland obviously qualifying after 22 years it's been a long time coming 98 was the last time we were in a major tournament as Ronan said and yeah it's it's one of those things that I don't think any any Scottish supporter would have expected but to get there is is a great thing and yeah we'll, we'll kind of go into the team both teams and see where we think they will end up and, and who they'll end up taking to the Euros. So, yeah, so going into Scottish, the Scottish team, I'll start off with Theo. Obviously, the, he made the heroic save in, in David Marshall, but is he the number one to, to stay in the team for, for the Euros, do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I don't really rate David Marshall at the moment. Mm. I mean, it, it's quite bizarre what happened because at the weekend, mm. he actually made an absolute incredible clangor against mm. Barnsley. Um, it was absolutely awful. So to do what he did, mm -hmm. um, the, the penalty save was was easy, but the best save was the save um, yeah. from Guedes. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a world-class save. Mm -hmm. I think Scotland have got some decent options in goal. Craig mm -hmm. Gordon. Yeah. Um, I still think Craig Gordon can do a decent job. They've got, obviously, McLaughlin. Yeah, John McLaughlin. Obviously, yeah. at Rangers. Alan McGregor. Mm-hmm. And I know Scott Bain. I don't think Scott Bain will make it. Yeah. I think it would be hard to see Marshall not start the opening game, mm -hmm. but I don't know if he's necessarily the number one for Scotland. Personally, I, I'd be tempted to take Craig Gordon or McGregor as mm. number one. Mm. River, you, you've watched a bit of the championship, obviously, with Villa being in, a, in, in and out of it. What's your opinion on David Marshall? Because you've watched a bit of the championship football. What, what's your opinion? He's an all right goalkeeper, but I think mm. I, I think he makes a few mistakes here and there. But if he's the person who's got Scotland obviously into the yeah. Euros, then I think you have to go with him just on that yeah. factor, you know, because it seems like he's a bit of a 
local hero now. Mm-hmm. So I'd say Definitely. you start him for that reason. And then, you know, because you've got a few games before, see how he's doing. Obviously, if he drops form, then you bring in one of the other goalkeepers. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's the thing. They've, they've got a number of goalkeepers, as Theo mentioned. Uh, McLaughlin, Scott Bain, Craig Gordon, Alan McGregor. I, don't, I personally wouldn't take Alan McGregor. There's, I would take... I would definitely take uh, David Marsh, and I I think he will be number one. He's Steve Clark's man, and I don't think that's going to change. But going into the other goalkeepers, Craig Gordon's kind of made a a way back, uh, Ronan, into into the Scotland setup. It's it's obviously had a number of injuries over the time, and he's getting older. But do you think he's he's going to be getting taken in the squad, or or is there other options? Do you think in there? I actually think I don't. For me, David Marshall is the number one. But if you're looking at any other goalkeepers, I, I think we've actually got quite a few that can do a job. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say there's there's not like, for example, we've already mentioned John McLaughlin, mm-hmm. Craig Gordon. Yeah. I mean, you've, we've got the boy as well that plays for Sunderland. Uh, no. Uh, he so. was, yeah, McLaughlin was yeah. at Sunderland. Yeah. Anyways, you're thinking, you're thinking uh, the of, Portsmouth goalkeeper. Yeah, Mag- McGilvery. Yeah. I was going to mention yeah. McGilvery. Yeah. And you've got Scott Bain as well, who... Mm-hmm. Up, they can all do a job, but for mm-hmm. me, a Craig Gordon, the, the reason I would take Craig Gordon is because he brings experience. He's mm. had so many caps for, for Scotland. He knows what it is to play in a Scotland shirt. Yeah. So I think just for the sheer experience of someone being there who's mm-hmm. like a couple of senior players have to be there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I would definitely consider taking him. Yeah. Considering taking him. Yeah. So I had down the, the the goalkeepers. I had down. I had as my as my three. I presume obviously the guys can can think. I went for Marshall McLaughlin, and I went for Craig McGilvery from Portsmouth. I I do think Gordon might be a shout over McGilvery. That's that's probably who I would. If you're bringing Gordon into setup, I'd probably drop McGilvery out of those out of those three. So Theo, you were shaking your head to 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 who I said there. What, what, why is that? Yeah, you're only putting McLaughlin in because he used to play for Sunderland. I mean, you've got to have Craig. You've got to have Gordon there. I would, I would say, well, you've got, you've got, you've got. Well, Rangers are top of the top of the SPFL at the moment, so I don't think you can. Yeah. You can be saying that the reason I'm taking him is because he's a Sunderland, but he's left someone now. I just don't. I just don't think you can. I don't think you can't pick Gordon. um, Gordon. I think he's unpickable. Yeah, later on, I would say, uh, like, I was going to mention this, obviously, I've, I've not gone for bias for someone, because if it was my choices, I would take Chris Maguire for the bans, um, just because I think he can get in your face. But I've not I've not put him in my list, so I've definitely not gone a Sunderland bias there. Going to Ronan, obviously, at the moment, with Rangers being top of the pile, obviously, your rivals. Do you think that John McLaughlin will definitely be going if, if Rangers especially win the league? I can't imagine it. Hearts may say it. <laughs> But uh, no, I think John McLaughlin has to go because, like, mm-hmm. for me, he w- at the start of the season, McLaughlin was in goal for Rangers for seven, eight games in a row, and uh, mm-hmm. they, I think he had something like seven clean sheets. And 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 it's not just been because the defence have been good; like, he did make a lot of good saves in those yeah. eight games. So, mm-hmm. I think he's a, again another really good option to have mm-hmm. um, if Marshall gets suspended or injured in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. River, I'll, I'll go to yourself for this. Obviously, with Craig Gordon, he played Premier League football as well. So, do you think that experience is vital in a tournament, as as Ronan and Theo have mentioned previously? Yeah, experience is definitely vital. But I always feel that sometimes people can view experience a bit too mm-hmm. highly. You know, I would go on performance really, and, mm-hmm. and what was mentioned yeah. there with Rangers, they're doing 
so well at the moment, <laughs> you know, they're yeah. breaking records for themselves mm-hmm. and everything. So I think you'd have to go more with form mm-hmm. in those two goalkeepers rather than him, yeah. Yeah, so so de- we're definitely going for David Marshall and John McLaughlin. Do we... Uh, I think we will be taking a third choice goalkeeper if if the worst happened. So out of the options we've mentioned, McGilvery, Gordon, who who are we taking, boys? Because I think they're the two being mentioned most. I think you've got to take Craig Gordon just with the experience as well. Yeah. He's a proven he's a proven goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. He's he's not the best with the ball at his feet, but he's a he's a good shot stopper, a good mm-hmm. goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. And Theo, you in agreement with that then? Yeah, no question. No question yeah, Craig Gordon. Yeah, no. Well, I, I think I think that's a good one to go for instead. Of Craig McGilvery. We'll go for Craig Gordon. McGilvery obviously hasn't played much for Scotland, but I think he's still got a lot of promise. The the keep, yeah. keeper at Portsmouth. His time will come. I've, I've I've watched him a couple of times in League One for Portsmouth, and especially against someone he's made some cracking saves. I, I, I recall obviously playing at home, and we could have easily scored four or five if it wasn't for him so he's made some cracking saves but yeah as, as Ronan said his time will come but moving on to the defence at right back we've we've not got too many options at right back I think Stephen O'Donnell is a certain I think he will be going from he's the Kilmarnock right back so I think he's he's dead set do we think Callum Patterson will be going I've got him in my list but I'm not entirely sure Ronan I'll go to you first do you think Callum Patterson should go and whether he will go what, what's your opinion on him um, I, I don't I don't I know he's been in He's been quite consistent in Clark's squads, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a fan. I mean, he's not mm-hmm. a he's not a bad player. I think mm-hmm. he's just there to be on the bench. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, a squad uh, player almost. Yeah, I mean, it depends what it depends what system we go in with as well. Do we do the mm-hmm. four at the back or the five at the back? Personally, yeah. I think the five at the back works mm-hmm. brilliantly, yeah. much mm-hmm. better. So, no, I I don't I don't have. Patterson and my squad. No. Mm, right. Okay. I'll go to you, Theo. It was mentioned we were talking, obviously, when Steve Clark brought on Callum Patterson. You weren't you weren't a fan of that change. Do you think he goes to the the tournament for a, an option? Obviously, of he's quite tall, he's quite strong in the air. Do you think that's a good option to have in and around the squad? I take Callum Patterson for the simple reason that the past three years he's been playing as a striker, mm-hmm. but the fact that he's a natural right back as well. It's a player who, yeah, he's defensive cover. He's probably not going to start. But if mm-hmm. something happens to your strikers, he's probably not a bad option to throw on. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not the best player. I think there's better players who do the job he does in the squad. Mm-hmm. But in terms of a player who can play right back and striker, because mm-hmm. he's pretty prolific as a striker. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. true. Yeah, he's done that for Cardiff a couple of times. Yeah, well, he's playing for, for Sheffield Wednesday now. He's, he's, a, right? decent, okay, right. he's a decent player. Yeah. Just a little quick side note on that Stephen O'Donnell guy. 118th minute of the game against Serbia, he was walking off the pitch. He was really annoyed about being taken off. Mm. And I thought, are you stupid? He's bringing a striker on and you've won the game and he was annoyed. Mm. So he's a good player to have in your team because you can tell he wants to play for Scotland. So mm-hmm. yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I really like Stephen O'Donnell. I've liked him the last couple of years at Kilmarnock. And Steve Clark knows him from his time at Kilmarnock. So I think it's a definite he will be going. Going to Callum Patterson, your, your opinion, River, do you, do you think it's a good option, as Theo mentioned, to have as a, a player that can switch between, obviously, can play right back if you need and can play as like a, a, a forward, a, a, like almost like a Kyle Lafferty type player, like that type of player that can just get the flick on maybe is, is good to have in the squad? Yeah, I agree with uh, what Theo said with the attacking presence. I always uh, 
prefer, you know, attacking over defending myself. Mm-hmm. I think that the best form of defence is attack. Mm-hmm. And so if he's on, if he can give more to the attacking play when they're going up front, then I don't see why they shouldn't take him in the squad as a backup. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, what we'll do is we'll we'll put him as a maybe at the moment. I'll I'll like to hear what Ronan says as another option, maybe for for the rest in the rest of the squad. So what sticking we'll do... them on that list of players that almost get there but get cut right at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, <laughs> they they're, they're like they're, for the training I think camp I think I think away. we'll get we'll get into the England camp, and I think there's going to be a number of really good players that could easily go into the Scotland side if they were Scottish. <laughs> really good, uh, I've got to say. Like um, yeah. What's that? Like McTominay. <laughs> McTominay's Scottish mate. He's born. He's born in Scotland, is he not? Or is he? Is he? Is he got Scottish grandparents or like parents? I think. I think his mum and dad are Scottish. So his mum and dad are Scottish. I think that's right. Respect. I think, not like so, Matt Ritchie's yeah. never been. In yeah, Scotland. Matt Ritchie's just a load of rock. Like why? Why he ever got Scotland? has been given a cap is is a bit of a joke. So what we'll do is we'll put Callum. We've got O'Donnell's a definite, and Callum Patterson is a maybe. Moving on to. Uh, Ronan, I'll go to you again. You were saying, have you got any other options for right back if, if we're only picking O'Donnell then? Um, well, only, I wouldn't play him right back in a four, but mm-hmm. right, right wing back in a five. Mm-hmm. I think the, I think James Forrest. Um, right, okay. And that's because, I think one, I think James Forrest has to be in the squad. And he's not been in the last few because he's been injured, but mm-hmm. I think he's a, I think he's one of the first names to be in the, the Scotland squad. He's mm-hmm. done a lot for Celtic mm-hmm. uh, and that's not the only reason I'm picking him I just think he's I think he, he he's played this system with, mm-hmm. with Celtic as well as a right wing back right, and he okay. did a good job so I th- and he's also it's similar to to the sort of Callum Patterson if he's not playing right wing back he can play further forward because he's yeah, a yeah true he can play on the right wing well, yeah I think he's he's a must that's got to go in the squad for right. me anyway Right, no problem. Well, we'll put him as a maybe then as well. I don't know what, what the boys think of James Forrest. Do you think that's a good shout from Ronan, Theo? Yeah, I like that. I'd uh, rather take Forrest than Patterson. I've been a big admirer of Forrest. Could gone off the boil a little bit the past couple of years, but mm-hmm. under Rodgers, Forrest was, oh, he was immense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, River, have you watched much James Forrest in the past? And obviously in Scotland-England games, he's, he's played in a few. What's your opinion of, on him? I'd say yeah, he's, he's a good option, but I think I'd still stick with uh, Patterson. Yeah. With Patterson, right? Okay. Well, we'll put Forrest as a maybe then at the moment. Uh, I think that's a, that was a good shout. I, I didn't know you could play right wing back. That's why I never really considered him in that in that position. I knew you could play on on the right wing back and maybe the left wing as well. But I never knew about ring, right wing back. So it's one to consider. Moving on to centre backs, there's not many options uh, for Scotland in terms of like natural centre backs I would say. That that's the only thing I would I would say. But going into the ones that are natural centre backs, I think Liam Cooper is one that will go. He's playing for Leeds on a regular basis. The cap I think he's the captain for Leeds. And I'm surprised he hasn't played for Scotland much more, to be to be honest. He's obviously English born. He is English born, but he's another one that's that's obviously got Bruce, heritage. So coming to Cooper's the... been injured a lot at the start of this season. Right. Mm-hmm. Now in the Leeds squad he's not really this season, he's not really kind of got mm. going because he's been injured. Right. So I think that's part that's of the reason why he's not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I definitely think he'll go off to the Premier League experience and yeah, uh, experience of being in the Championship and going up with that Leeds team. I think he's definitely in that squad. Another player, Scott McKenna. I think Scott McKenna will make it. He's playing games for Nottingham Forest, I believe. Is it Nottingham Forest he joined in the summer? So from Aberdeen. So I think he, he will definitely go in, in the team. And the player that I think... I didn't really know much about, but he's he's really made an impact since I've watched him for Scotland as De- Declan Gallagher. I think Declan Gallagher from Motherwell, he's he's been 
yeah, a real a real standout player. So he's definitely gone. Looking at other players that can play there, so Scott McTominay, I think he will be going. Whether he counts as a centre mid or centre back is is obviously up, up in there. But in that back five, he, he looks he looked clearly the best player. I'll go to go to Theo first with this one. Obviously, Scott McTominay. He plays obviously in the midfield for Man United. Is is the reason he doesn't play in defence for Man United? Obviously, with the with the problems, do you, do you think that's a, a a move that's obviously Steve Clark's kind of built him into a, a centre back? Do you think that was a wise move from Steve Clark? It's a decent move from Steve Clark. I mean, especially when you're playing a free. I think McTominay would be wasted as a centre back for, for Man United. I don't think he's mm. he's as good as the the two centre backs Man United have got as well. But I am. Um, I like McTominay at centre-back. It means you can have someone else in midfield. Yeah. Um, and I also think that it can be quite easy to convert from a three to a four. Mm-hmm. And McTominay can play maybe as a, a central defensive sweeper almost. Mm-hmm. So I think that role, he's a defender, but maybe just a little yeah. bit forward as well. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a, it's, a, it's a masterstroke by Steve Clark. Yeah. And River, do you think that a, a, was a good move as well? Do you kind of agree with Theo there that McTominay... Obviously, with his height, he, he can fit into centre back so well. Do you think that's just he's a ball playing centre back? I think as well, which I quite like the idea of. What's your opinion on that? Well, yeah, he can play uh, both positions, and as Phil mm-hmm. said, it gives it two options. But I yeah. also think you know, with uh, Kieran Tierney, I think he should be an option to play yeah. centre back because mm-hmm. recently, yeah. for all of Arsenal's games, they've been on good form, and he's been playing centre back. Only the slip up against Villa actually was the time where he still played quite well, to be fair, but mm-hmm. in a shaky defence. But I yeah. think centre-back-wise, I think I'd have Kieran Tierney in there yeah. as well. Yeah, I, I think Kieran Tierney will definitely go. I think he's one of, Scotland's, one of Scotland's best players. It's a shame that Andy Robertson is a left-back also, and he's the captain, and he's definitely going to be playing left-back or left-wing-back. But I'll, I'll go to Ronan. Obviously, you've watched Tierney grow up through, through the Celtic Academy. Going into centre-back, do you think that limits Tierney, though? Because we've seen when he, he did break forward, he had that cross into the box, low cross, which almost reached John McGinn to, to smash it home. But do you think him playing centre-back limits his, his talent? To an extent, yeah. But I don't think Kieran Tierney will care. Well, for a start, I think, I've got to say, like, he played left-back yesterday against Slovakia, and mm-hmm. he was Scotland's best player yesterday mm-hmm. in his natural position. Mm-hmm. But... The fact he plays at the left of a back three for mm-hmm. Arsenal mm-hmm. is perfect for Scotland if right. we play mm-hmm. the back three. He is, if, if, you, if you're considering a centre-back, even though he's not a natural centre-back, he's the same as McTominay. He's a ball-playing def- defender. He can mm-hmm. take a wee run forward with the ball. He can make a good pass. I just, I think there's no question that he's got to be in that starting eleven. I always said from the start, when the whole... Who, who plays left-back, Kieran Tierney or Andy Robertson? I said from day one, listen, Tierney should play centre-back. He's good enough to play there. Mm, um, right. And that was before it was it was even considered being played there, but I'd seen him playing for Celtic. Yeah. And I know as much as he's good going forward, he's also a very good defender. Mm-hmm. Well, I always thought, because we play a back five, I think he can go into centre-back. And it, it kind of means then, I always thought, what would happen would be Robertson plays left back, Tierney plays left wing slash left mid. I thought that was always an option. And I would like to see if that could be an option in the future if we went to a back four with, with then wingers as well. I, I would like to see that happen. But yeah, as you said, he's he's, he's not looked out of position. I think, centre back. 
I personally, I think Kieran Kieran Tierney is a better defender than Andy mm. Robertson. Mm. Um, Robertson's still a really good defender. I'm not saying he's not, and I'm not trying. I've not got my green tinted glasses on either. <laughs> um, but I do think that Tierney defensively is solid. He doesn't do much wrong, and yes. he's. I think he. And one thing I admire about him is his bravery. He'll mm-hmm. go for anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He'll take a hit if he has to. But like, I think def- I think he's slotted yeah. in there perfectly. Yeah. And I think yeah. playing there with Arsenal's made yeah. it even better for yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. Well, he's definitely going. I, I, th- that's that's clear to say that he's he's definitely going to be in the squad for for Euro twenty twenty one if if he's fit. Obviously, like we're we're obviously to our listeners out there, we're obviously going by. It, this is obviously November, so it's still a long way until until the tournament. So we don't know about injuries, but this is the team at the moment, based on fitness and and hopefully coming back for the tournament. We think should be going. Other centre backs. I don't know if anyone's got any other suggestions. I've got one suggestion, which would be Hibbs Paul Hamlin. I think he he's in with a shout of going. I don't know if anyone else has got any shouts. Theo, have you got anyone that you know could be another centre back to go in, into the Scotland squad? Well, I mean, I hope it doesn't happen, but you need to tell Christoph Berra to just, you know, die or something. He doesn't somehow get... I, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't put his kit on and ended up, like, jumping onto a plane to Russia already. Um, you'll, you'll obviously... I think it's pretty um, obvious who Scotland will take. Grant Hanley will be going. Um, mm, he's useless. He's been included. Grant Hanley's been included in the past couple of Scotland squads. Mm. Not um, lately, I wouldn't say though. He was. He was in the. Really? He was in the Scotland squad this time around. Grant Hanley was. All right. Um, I don't know. I, personally, I was just thinking about another right back, and I was thinking about Matt R- Matt Ritchie. Yeah, I thought about um, Matt Ritchie. Um, mm. Matt Ritchie is, is is a good fullback. I think you'll take Considine and Hanley to be honest. Yeah, I think Considine's my other shot. I think Considine. Yeah, Ronan, you're about to say something there. Considine's one of the ones that I. I think deserves an honourable mention because mm-hmm. he's came into the last two squads, mm-hmm. never had a cap. He's thirty-one years old, and I think he's came in really well and he's done his job. And he just missed out on my my, my twenty-three man squad, but mm-hmm. he's one of those ones that just didn't make it. But yeah. I, I do think he's a reliable enough centre back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have, have you got any other shouts then, Ronan? Have you got any other shoots? Um, no, I've who I've got down here. The only one we've not even considered, but he's not even in my team, but he's been in Clark's squads consistently is Liam Palmer, who's a right back. But yeah, he's not, not, I wouldn't take him. I think he's is just he, there because... Is he still at um, Sheffield Wednesday? Or where, where's yeah. he lately? Yeah, he's yeah. still at Wednesday. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But no, I've, I've got all the centre-backs you mentioned. That's who I've got. Katie, right. Gallagher, McTominay, Cooper and McKenna. That's who I've got. Yeah, so, so that's fine. So I, I think we'll leave... Hanlon and Constantine as a maybe. I don't think Grant Hanley will go. I would be shocked oh, if he does. He's he's gone to is it League One? I don't know where in League One now what club he's joined again, but he's gone to League Look, One. Norwich. No, he's, he left Nor he went left Norwich in the summer. He went somewhere, I'm sure. Did he oh, not? He's, no, he's not still at Norwich. Is he still at Norwich? Right, he's I playing thought... for them as well, playing regularly. Has he? Right, okay. I'm thinking maybe maybe I'm thinking someone else. I'm trying to think, you know, who I'm thinking of. Anyway, if it comes back to mind, I'll, 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 I'll think who it is. I'll mention who it is. But yeah, we'll, we've got so we've got Hanlon and Constantine as a maybe that that that's another one. Robertson and Tierney are definitely going onto the midfield. John McGinn. I'll, I'll go to River first with John McGinn. Obviously, an Aston Villa fan and an Aston Villa player he is. So, uh, how how impressed have you been since he, he joined from Hibernian? I think 
John McGinn is fantastic, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously going to say that because of Villa, but yeah. I don't think I'd just say that anyway. It's be- because of his work rate is amazing. Yeah. The way he can put people under pressure. I've never, I've always seen him give 110% effort, you know. Mm-hmm. He's always chasing after those players. And when he gets the ball, he does... I saw him doing a McGeady spin past some of the best players yeah. in the world, you know, like, and I think he's 100% going yeah. for Scotland. You know, he has mm-hmm. to be one of the most versatile players in the team as well. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've said that if anyone goes for John, John McGinn, like, I t- I, like, cause there's no doubt that he could play at a Champions League level. I, I, I think, I think for, for a champion in a squad of Champions League, like in for a squad of Champions League players, I don't think he's a start, maybe not a starter, but, to be honest, when you consider some of the midfields in, in the top four of, of the Premier League, you're looking at it and they're like, John McGinn's a better player than these players. It's it's you can get into the Spurs squad so easy. Yeah, and that, and that's it's it's one of those things that he could make any of the squads better, I think, if, if he joined. And for Scotland, he just gives this outlet that he, he, he was unlucky not to score for Scotland against um, Serbia. Had had a chance, had a shot saved. It was a pr- pretty tame effort. I think he tried to get back onto his right foot, I believe, but he had to hit it with his left. So it was quite unfortunate about that. Maybe he needs to work on his two-footed work. He needs to get better on his left foot. But yeah, I think he's he's definitely one to one to go for the squad. Going on to other players, uh, John Fleck. I had him down in, in this squad. I think because of that Premier League experience, he, he did well last year for Sheffield United. Injured at the moment. Theo, you were... You were uh, shaking your head to, to John Fleck, do you not think that's a, a player that Scotland should be taking? Nah, I think Scotland have got better. I think Fleck's a decent mm. player. It's just, I think he just, like all Sheffield United players last year, he had a really good season. I don't think he's a player you can rely on if you right. need him personally. I think it'd be a bit of a waste of a, a choice, in my opinion. Mm. So, Ronan, do you agree with that? Do you think Fleck should go in the squad or what's, what's your opinion of him? Does he just miss out for you? Yeah, he's a good player, but every time I've seen him in a Scotland shirt, I don't see what he's done. It's, mm. I, I mean, he, again, he's in that same sort of Callum Patterson category, like sort of mm-hmm. category for me. He's like he's in there because there's no one else. Mm. But he's, but I mean, he's not a bad player. But um, like I say, I think there's better. If mm-hmm. I didn't have him in my squad, but the person who is that wouldn't be that. He's not a centre mid, but mm-hmm. another one that I forgot to mention was Greg Taylor. I think he should yeah. mm-hmm. maybe be in with the defenders mm-hmm. as well. But yeah. no, I know we've passed that, but we're on to midfield. Yeah. No, is, is he playing for Celtic at the moment then as your main left back now? Or who's, he was. Because Bowling Golly is left now, isn't he? He's left the club. Yeah, he was playing regular for for the first two months of the season until deadline day, and we mm-hmm. brought in Diego Laxo from Milan. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's getting this, he's getting the nod before Greg Taylor, but I don't think Greg Taylor done anything particularly wrong, wrong to be dropped. I just think Laxalt's a better player. Yeah, yeah. I think if you bring a player in from AC Milan, he's going to start. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. that's the thing. I think if Greg Taylor isn't getting game time, I don't think he should go because th- this is a squad that if, if you're not match fit, I think I think that's the problem. You, you, you might be playing on the fringes of the squad, but that doesn't mean you've got the, the, the game time necessary to play. So no, I've, 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 we'll put him as a maybe Greg Taylor, but again, I, I, I would say he's a more say more to a no rather than yes to go in obviously with with the amount of players that are in the squad going on to another player Kenny McLean I think he's a definite going he, he he's been a really good player for Norwich since joining from Aberdeen I've been really impressed with Kenny McLean he's a penalty merchant he, he, he oh, yeah. he's really good at his penalties very accurate which is is good to have and yeah I'm, I'm, as well 
What's mean, that? Taking the pressure as well. He's the fifth mm-hmm. penalty taker for both the, yeah. the semi and the final, and mm-hmm. no problem at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very confident. So I, th- I definitely think he'll be going. I'll go to River. You've seen a bit of Kenny McLean in the Premier League and, and in the Championship. Do you think he's a, a decent player? Yeah, he's a decent player, but I don't know if he compares up to the other midfielders, you know, there is. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, well, he's just a decent player. I think he could make it as a backup, but I don't know if he'd be in the starting eleven for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's he's been on the bench and come on, so he, he does job, and I think he will be in the squad. I, I don't think he, he's not going to be not taken in the squad. I'll move on to the next player, and that's Callum McGregor. Theo, what's your opinion of Callum McGregor? Obviously, you've watched a bit of the SPF, SPL as well, so what's your opinion on him? A bit. That's offensive. <laughs> I actually went to Callum... I think I went to one of Callum McGregor's first games for Celtic, uh, mm. away at St. Johnston, and uh, I knew the second I watched him that he was one heck of a player. He's good. He's really good. Mm-hmm. He's. Um, I don't think he's a player who should ever leave Celtic. I think mm-hmm. what he's got at the moment is the best he'll get, but mm-hmm. I think he's got a bit of everything. I think he's he's turned into... Before he was a bit more of a conservative player, he's mm-hmm. gradually turned a bit more into a, a kind of a playmaker. But um, oh, McGregor's a really good player. I um, I think he's got to be nailed on to be the starting centre midfielder. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's been playing on the wing a wee bit as well, so it's I think so. He's he's got again that he can transition between positions, and I think that's a good thing to have. Is is in a player of that of that caliber, Ronan. You've probably watched him the most out of out of all of us. Obviously, yep. being being a Celtic fan, do you I think see he's starting for Scotland. Yeah, for me, he's again. I'm not just because he's a I'm a Celtic fan, because mm-hmm. but I think he's one. He's got to be one of the first names in the team sheet for me. I watch him every every week, and he's one of those players that he's so consistent. He'll give you an eight out of ten every week, mm-hmm. and I think he's. I, I agree with Theo that I think that he should, I don't think he should leave Celtic because the fans love him and he's got it great there. He's kind of yeah. taking on that role. When mm-hmm. Scott Brown retires, he's that next player that he's going to be the next captain. He's going to be the yeah. player that everyone will love. But at the same time, I think he's good enough to play in the Premier League. I think he could play for the likes of a Leicester City or an mm-hmm. Everton or a Wolves. Yeah. I think he's good enough to, and I think that's his sort of level. But no, for me, he's one of the first names on the team sheet. Uh, yeah. I think he he does everything right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely think he's one of the first names on the team sheet, and I was so impressed. But I've in the last I would say the couple of years before, I've always felt McGregor gave the ball away too cheaply when oh. I when I watched him for Scotland. He was he was always that player that you knew he had the skill and the and the talent to be in the squad, but. He just he always gave the ball away in cheap positions and and you felt oh come on you've got you've got to find your passes but you think over, over the last couple of years sorry I was I was going to say over the last couple of years I've seen a development of him and yeah. especially in a Scotland shot yeah. I've I've got to say that he's he's really developed his game but what were you going to say there Ronan I mean I used to uh, honestly I I used to I couldn't stand him. Mm-hmm. About five years ago, I just thought if oh, he, he was a player that frustrated the life out of me mm-hmm. when he had the ball. But then Brendan Rodgers came in, and I think that's the reason he's a better player, and he's really matured, as you say, in the last mm-hmm. two years. He's like he's he's really matured his game, and he's now he's such a simple player now. And mm-hmm. I just think 
Yeah. I, I think I really rate Callum McGregor a lot. Yeah, definitely. I think he's he's definitely going. Any other suggestions for, for midfields? Theo, have you got any other suggestions for Scotland that they should be taking in the midfield? I mean, there's a couple of players. Um, for example, there's obviously Stuart Armstrong. Mm-hmm. You've got Ryan Christie, obviously. I know, I don't yeah. know if you class him as I've, a forward. But... I've classed him as a winger, yeah. So okay, I've, we'll, I've, talk, I've, we'll I've... talk about that. No problem. Yeah. No problem. I, um, I'd rather take him than... Uh, Ryan Jack as well. I'd take Ryan Jack. Ryan I'd Jack, rather yeah. take him than someone else we mentioned previously. I'm Fleck, quite... Fleck, yeah. You were yeah, Fleck. Fleck. As a bit of a wild card, I actually quite like Stevie Marlin from Hibs. Oh, right, um, okay. mm-hmm. I don't know if he's necessarily good enough for a Euro squad, but... If there was injuries, which let's be honest, there's going to be. Look how many players mm-hmm. are getting injured right now. Yeah. Stevie Marley, he, he can hit the ball. His set pieces are mm-hmm. wicked. He's not a bad player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's some good shouts. River, do you know any suggestions that can be thrown in here? I don't know if you know any of the other players that are out there for Scotland. Do you know anyone that could maybe go in? I was thinking the same one as Theo and Stuart Armstrong because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like his passing play and his, the shooting that he gives to the team, you know, the attacking mm-hmm. presence, I feel yeah. like would be really good. But I don't know if you could, you'd have to balance it with the other midfielders you start because if you've got, mm-hmm. although I like attacking, if you've got too much attacking in there, then mm-hmm. you won't have any um, shape really, you know. Yeah. I like the way with Scotland and their midfielders, they're quite mm-hmm. versatile. They can play yeah. a striker, they can play on the wing, so mm-hmm. they've got a lot of Definitely. option to switch in between. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And Ronan, have you got any shouts for, for, for central midfields? Yeah, again, this is how you know I'm not being biased, but I think Ryan Jack is... Mm-hmm. Another first name on the team sheet, I think him and McGregor holding midfielders and then mm-hmm. that gives the likes of McGinn or Armstrong to have that freedom in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think you I take think, Armstrong as well then? Uh, definitely. I think Armstrong, <laughs> Armstrong's been one of the best players for Southampton in the yeah, last from yeah, since uh, post-lockdown mm-hmm. and the start of this season. I think he's been brilliant and I feel sorry for the likes of Armstrong and Kenny McLean because I think those two players are they're more than good enough to be in the starting eleven, but mm-hmm. it's just that we've got players, we've got so many good midfielders yeah. that they miss out and they're always benched. But yeah. I do think that they both definitely have we've, to go. Yeah. We've got really good. I would say we've got really good box to box midfielders. Yeah. I, I yeah. would say defensively though that we've only got, a, a, and that's why I, that's why I picked John Flex because he's a defensive midfielder. I did have. I, I was thinking Ryan Jack as well, and I do think Ryan Jack should will go as well and and should go in the team. So at the moment, I've, I've got down for midfield, I've got John McGuinness, yes. Scott McTominay can play centre-back, yes. Kenny McLean, Callum McGregor, Stuart Armstrong, Ryan Jack. Do you think that's, that's, that's going to be the midfield then to go if, obviously, based on it, there's no injuries? Yeah, I think that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll go with that then in midfield as well. I think that's, that's quite good to have. So, yeah, that's not bad. Moving on to the wings, the, the winger that wasn't, in the lineup due to injury was Ryan Fraser, obviously playing at Newcastle now since obviously leaving Bournemouth. He's a, it's a, it's a weird career for for Ryan Fraser. He obviously started out at Aberdeen and then moved to Bournemouth and and rose through the ranks at Bournemouth and done really well for himself. But then had a poor last year there and is now at Newcastle. Do you think he's a player that will will go for you? He'll go, but I'm not a fan of Ryan Fraser. I really don't like the way he. He left Bournemouth. Yeah, um, I thought his attitude was. Left, I think that tells a lot, a lot about a player. One thing that, and again with the midfielders, the midfielders, what's great is the level of competitiveness and also 
mm-hmm. how much they want to play for Scotland. I question yeah. that with Ryan Jackson, uh, Fraser sometimes, sorry. Mm-hmm. And I think Steve Clark may think, you know what, I don't know if I want to upset the, the balance here. Fraser's a good player to come off the bench, but I wouldn't necessarily start Ryan Fraser. That's just mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. What, what's your opinion of, of Ryan Fraser, River? Because I'm not going to say, obviously, Aston Villa are doing so well at the moment, but obviously Newcastle, a mid-table club, have signed Ryan Fraser. Do you think that was a good signing for them? And do you think that he should be going to Scotland? And obviously that poor attitude, do you think that's poor to have in and around a, a squad that's on a high at the moment? Well, I think uh, Ryan Fraser offers something like, you know, he offers dribbling, mm-hmm. he offers pace, all those mm-hmm. things. I don't really like his attitude because I feel mm-hmm. if he was ever going to leave Bournemouth, it's when he was playing really well and mm-hmm. clubs like Arsenal were knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. There was lots of rumours with him. So yeah. when he sat there, he didn't do any well and he got relegated. I don't yeah. understand why he went and left for Newcastle because in my opinion, Newcastle aren't going anywhere. Really, they're just staying in that mid-table. Why not help the club you've been with for a long time? So I don't like that side of him. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he does offer something that other players don't offer. So I think yeah. you need him in mm-hmm. the squads, whether that's on the bench or in a starting eleven. Mm-hmm. I think he's a nece- necessity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he will go. But again, poor attitude. I don't, I don't know if that's the right, the right thing to have in, in a squad on a high. Moving on to the, the, the goal hero in the, the game, and that's Ryan Christie. And I'll go to Ronan for Ryan Christie, obviously playing for your club Celtic. I think he's, he's definitely on the team sheet for, for Scotland. Yeah, there's not much else to say. I mean, I think you're t- you were questioning Fraser's attitude, but I think Christie's his work rate is unbelievable. He's not just a talented footballer. He mm-hmm. he does it the ninety minutes he'll give you everything he's got. You see him like for example, the the last two games that he played up front, he's actually played striker mm-hmm. alongside Lyndon Dykes and mm-hmm. it's like he's even in the eighty eighth minute he's still pressing that ball and you're mm-hmm. just like he's yeah. got so much he brings he's got great energy that he brings to the squad mm-hmm. and he's got wee moments of magic as we've seen yeah. against against Serbia. But yeah, he's he's he's, he's definitely going. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a good coverage of Ryan Christie. Other wingers guys, is is there any other suggestions? I've got one which I don't know if they'll be able to get him because he's got dual nationality as well. And that's Siriki Dembele. He came through the Dundee United Academy at a young age, but is Ivorian as well. So whether they can, Scotland can get hold of him, but he's in really good form at the moment. Six goals and three assists this season so far for Peterborough. So definitely, I think if Steve Clark can get hold of him, try and say to him, yeah, come play for Scotland. We're going to be in a Euros. Yeah, I think that might might convince him. I don't know if anyone has watched much of Dembele. Uh, Theo, have you, have you seen much of him? Peterborough have a history of, of obviously doing well with, with younger players. He's been prolific and he's been consistent for Peterborough for, for quite a while. Yeah. I don't think he'll be taken. Steve Clark likes to probably keep faith in another winger by the name of Ollie Burke, who mm. is the most overhyped, under, overrated footballer the world's ever seen. Yeah. Um, but, you know, from, from a, a hipster's point of view, a football hipster's point of view, Dembele yeah. would be a, a really decent yeah. um, the choice. Yeah, choice. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you've watched his younger brother, Ronan Karamoko Dembele. Obviously, have you heard much of Sirike before? I and mean, do you think he, yeah. he could make a um, place in the squad? He's a, he's a very good player. He's, he's, ra- he's so fast. Mm-hmm. He's, he's so fast. I don't think he'll make the Scotland squad, but I think, again, he's, he's, if anyone maybe got injured, maybe he would get a shout. 
<laughs> but I don't think he's quite at the same level. The reason I say that as well is because he's he's not playing at a high level either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if he got a move to the championship mm-hmm. or yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, some somewhere else that's maybe a higher level yeah. than maybe Steve Clark would consider him. Yeah. But, um, it's, no, it's quite I, a shame because I think if he has a standout season for Peterborough, I think he definitely should be considered. If he has a standout season of scoring goals and getting assists, I definitely think he, he, he's a worthy con- consideration. But yeah, I hear what you mean. Obviously, League One is, is a lower league football and I, I, I can accept that as a Sunderland fan. I, I can tell you that much. But yeah, it's, it's maybe a my shout. So do we think Ollie Burke's going to go then? Cause, or is there any other options out there for wingers that, that could go? I think you'll take him basically based on the fact that there's no other wingers really out there, mm. unless he takes Matt Ritchie as a winger, yeah. um, as a winger. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's he's always included in the squad. So I can't yeah. see him not being taken. To not be honest, taken. well, we'll put him some maybe at the moment, and we'll go through yeah, the squad probably. in a second. Thank we'll you. Go... Yeah, if you're classing him as a winger, then I think I would out of I'd, I'd rather have Forrest. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, agreed, uh, agreed. Yeah, true. Like, yeah. I think Forrest is uh, he's in my squad anyway. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If well, it was down to wingers, I'd take Forrest as well, I agree. Right, we'll come to that in a second then. We'll, we'll put both, we've put both as a maybe. Going on to the strikers and Theo, Lyndon Dykes, he's joined QPR this season from Livingston. Do you think he's settled well into championship football and, and, and what's your opinion of him? He's done He's done pretty decent, uh, Lyndon Dykes. I liked him at Livingston. We'll obviously, we're obviously going to get onto it, but surprisingly, <laughs> and, and fans will somehow not believe this, but Scotland are quite doing all right striker-wise at the moment. Yeah. They've actually got quite a few options that some people won't realise, but mm-hmm. Dykes has done well, and I think what's been impressive is his Scotland performances. Mm-hmm. Whether I'd have him leading the line in the Euros is another question, mm-hmm. but he's done well for the cause yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think he's going to go. He's He's been playing up top for Scotland for the last couple of games recently, and yeah, he's, he's this guy that can hold up the play bring likes of Christie and McGregor into the game. I think he's a he's a good player to have up there. He's shaved head as well, I think. Uh, he obviously used to have a, a set of hair, but his, his shaved head actually just suits him a wee bit, I think. And it, it just looks a bit tougher and a bit meaner. I think that's quite a nice thing to have him up there. Going I think on he to, looks really ugly. Yeah, I don't think he looks good, but he looks, he looks mean, which is good. Um, he looks mean and tough, which is the, the, the main thing. Going on to a, player, a Premier League player, but I, I've always been a... a it's an it's an odd one. Uh, it's Ollie McBurney and River. Do, what's your opinion on Ollie McBurney? Well, I mean, Sheffield United have had really bad form at the moment, haven't they? So yeah, he's a bit of an odd one. He's he has some good spells and he is quite an important player for Sheffield. But I feel you know you could have better. You could have yeah. Lee Griffiths, who's better. I'd yeah. say so. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd take him or not, but. Mm. Yeah, because of the form that Sheffield United are in, maybe looking at even leaving them out of the squads. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll put him as a maybe, I think, because he's been in the Scotland squad. But I do have to agree, he's been poor for Sheffield. He looked actually quite good for Swansea in the Championship. I thought he looked okay, but he's just not taken to Premier League life. And I don't think that's a good thing for him. I think he needs to maybe take another step back to the Championship, find his form again. And we might see him maybe improve his performance. How is he worth £20 million? I'll yeah. never understand that. Yeah, it was, it was so never. bad. It was so bad. Yeah, the 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 transfer markets are a a, a strange. It's, thing. Oh. it's really stupid. And he had his chance yesterday as well, and yeah. he had 
he clear chances and he still yeah. didn't score. He just didn't look good. Yeah, going on to the the player, and I think he'll go just because he's 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 just brings that spark and scored two goals against against England. Then free kicks is Lee Griffiths, and I'll go to Ronan first. Lee Griffiths, obviously he's been, he's been injured for Celtic, but do you think he's 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 going to go in, into the Euros? I think if you've got if Griffiths is available, I think it's a no-brainer. I don't know what's been going on with him the last year and a half. He's had mental problems and had to take a break from football. Yeah. And then, but I mean, one thing about Lee Griffiths is no matter what, he'll score you goals. He's a, mm-hmm. he's just, actually, there was something, Damien Duff, who used to coach, he used to coach mm-hmm. Celtic. And he says, like, and he's, he obviously played for Chelsea and things like mm-hmm. that. He, he, he played with Drogba, Shevchenko, these sort of players. And as a coach, like Duff actually said that Lee Griffiths is the best finisher he's ever seen. Better than <laughs> I mean, it's Simple. Damien Duff, though. It is Damien Duff, to be fair. But, <laughs> but, um, no, I think Griffiths, it, like you say, brings that spark. Even if he's yeah. not starting, if he comes off the bench, it's as if he gets all the players going. A, and a new lease like, of life almost, yeah. Yeah, you know he's going you know to score a goal. And mm-hmm. he's, he's very good at free kicks as well, which is another good thing yeah, as well. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Anyway, I think Lee Griffiths, I think, yeah, I, I would take him as well. But let's go over the squad quickly and and just make sure we've got our 23. So we've got David Marshall, John McLaughlin, Craig Gordon, Stephen O'Donnell, Liam Cooper, Scott McKenna, Declan Gallagher, Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney, John McGinn, Scott McTominay, Kenny McLean, Callum McGregor, Stuart Armstrong, Ryan Jack. And we've got Ryan Fraser, Ryan Christie. And then we've got Lyndon Dykes and Lee Griffiths. So we've got spots for four more players, boys. Uh, so are we saying James Forrest to go to go to the tournament? Yeah. So J- we'll put James Forrest in there. So that's our twentieth player. We've I'd just like to picks. say that you you've missed about five hundred strikers that can yeah. play for Scotland. Yeah. Can I can I well, tell you? I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you. What what have you, what shouts have you got for? Okay. First so first of all, you've got Lawrence Shankland and Kevin Nisbet, who have yeah. had bangers this season, right. and also Che Adams is yeah, uh, eligible to play thought, for Scotland. I thought about Adams, but because of his form, I didn't go, to, didn't suggest him because I think he might think of England. Maybe not this season, but in the next... If Scotland, come to, if Scot, if Scotland go to Che Adams, I actually wrote a piece on, on this yeah, um, a couple remember. of years ago, yeah. and I actually put Scotland will qualify for the Euros in 2020, so there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> che Adams, if Scotland go to Che Adams and go, look, mate, you'll be playing in the Euros... I don't see why Che Adams says no. Mm. I don't see why Che Adams... Look at, look at McTominay. McTominay making that decision was a big call. Mm-hmm. Scotland are no longer a team who you don't play for. Mm-hmm. You know, Robertson, Tierney, mm-hmm. McTominay. You've got a good core of players there. I, I think yeah. Che Adams could, would play up front for them. Yeah, the definitely. I, yeah, McGinn as well, another player. Yeah, he had to get in there, the river. <laughs> That's the villa yeah. Ronan, have you got any other suggestions then? Yeah, just one. He's my all look at me like what here but I just think again I'm talking experience knows how it is to play in a, a Scotland shirt and if you're talking between Ollie McBurney and this player I would take him I think Stephen Naismith and the reason I say that is because he dug he actually dug Steve Clark out of a hole in his first few games when he mm-hmm. called him up scored him yeah. goals I just think again he's not going to be starting but I think he's a good player to have there. Like I think he would do a much better job than the likes of Ollie McBurney, mm, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So we're taking Forrest for definite. So that's our 20th player. We've got three more picks. Are we... If you can get Adams, you take Adams. There's no doubt. Uh, I'm saying you take Adams. But 
I think we should come up with other three other players just in case we don't get him, in case he says no. So we kind of take Shankland. I think Shank- I've heard a lot about Shankland. I think he's a he's a good shout out there. Obviously, Dundee United now done well in the lower leagues of Scotland. And I think yeah, I, I would take Shankland out of them them choices. Two more players, boys. Have we got any other shouts? I'd um, be taking Ollie. I I am a, a little bit of a fan of Ollie McBurney. Ollie McBurney is the master of the dark arts. He's a horrible player to play against. I've watched him live a couple of times when he was at Barnsley, and um, yeah. he he drove he drove our centre backs absolutely through through the wall. I just think he offers something a bit different. Last season he was decent for Sheffield United. There's no denying that mm-hmm. he's had a poor one this year. He's lacking confidence, but I think but McBurney's a a decent option. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll take McBurney because he's been in the squad, I think. And we'll say, if you can get Adams, you get Adams. But if not, Shankland. I think one more player after that, I think we should be taking one more centre-back. I, I, I think, think I think you're quite short at centre-back. That's the only thing. Um, yeah, if you're calling it between two players to get that one spot, I think it's between Andy Constantine and John yeah. Flair. Right. I'd, let's go Constantine. Yeah, yeah. Let's go Constantine. I think... I think I've I've liked Andy Constantine. He's an Aberdeen lad, and we need centre back. I think so. I would go Andy Constantine um, out of that then. So that's fine. That's our that's our squad then, guys. So we'll 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 just go over it. Well, I've already gone over it, so there's no point in going over it. So yeah, that's our picks for for Scotland. So the last person we need to cover is the manager, Steve Clark. How well he's done, boys. I think I think it's it's clear to say that he's done so well actually for for Scotland. Um, and I think I'm I'm hoping he does the best and. I, what? I don't know. I'll go to Ronan. Uh, obviously, he's a Scotland fan, but how how do you think he can drive us forward as as a team? Yeah, definitely. I think mm-hmm. I, I thought he was the right man when we were looking for a manager. I think he was the obvious choice with what he done with Kilmarnock. He, he was the obvious choice. But mm-hmm. I think one thing I've got to say about Steve Clark as well. Well, there's two things. The first thing is he's got the boys playing mm-hmm. for the shirt again. Mm-hmm. It's not just a matter of turning up and playing football. Yeah. He's got them. He's got them playing for, for the shirt. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, is the last sort of four or five managers at Scotland have kind of, they pick people that are getting no minutes, mm-hmm. that are sitting on the bench in England. Whereas yeah. Clark has actually went for players in the Premier, the SPL this time, that like, mm-hmm. you've got like, Dan Gallagher, Scott McKenna, Andy Considine, Stephen O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. You've got these players who are playing, that, that aren't just playing for Rangers and Celtic. Mm-hmm. They're playing for the kind of, the other clubs in, yeah. in Scotland. And I think that proves, I, th- that, I think that, that proves Scottish football isn't as bad as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think people realise how physical the Scottish game is. It might not be the prettiest to watch, but they don't realise how physical it is. So I think that's another thing and another reason why we're through is because he's taking yeah. players, mm-hmm. he's trusting the Scottish game as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's a good that's a good way to, to, to wrap uh, Scotland up. I think I'm excited to see what he can do with the team even after the Euros, definitely. So moving on to England, because I think we should we should go to the the south side for for a change. So looking at the England team, I'll go to go to Theo Thirsch, the goalkeepers, Jordan Pickford. We talked them about in the Everton podcast that we think Everton should stick with them. Does England stick with them as their number one? It's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. It's one I don't really know. I mean, personally, I don't. I wouldn't want Pickford as number one, but unfortunately. <laughs> The other options are not are not better than Jordan Pickford. Mm. They're not better than him at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, can I run through the other options? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah, I just briefly say? Yeah, yeah, briefly say. Yeah, 
Henderson's not playing first team football for, for Man yeah. United. Nick Pope is not a good goalkeeper. He's not mm-hmm. a good goalkeeper in the slightest. He uses his feet all the time. He does not use his... He, no, he uses his hands. He doesn't use his feet. He can't save his feet. He's, <laughs> yeah, I forgot what he did there. I was trying to get him <laughs> But other than that, who else is there? There's yeah. no one. Jordan well, Pickford has to be the number one for England. I've got one other uh, suggestion. Well, I've got one other I would definitely consider. And that's Alex McCarthy. Not as number one, but to be going in, into that squad, he's done really well for Southampton. And if he, if he does well this season and they, they finish higher, I think he's definitely worth to consider. It's because- irrelevant who you take as your number two and three goalkeeper because realistically... Yeah. Your number I one's going to be in it for like, that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think I think it's just in case of injury. I think you need to have some competent. The, the reason is, does Pope go, guys? Because I'll, I'll go to River. Does Pope go for you? Because obviously, as a Burnley are struggling at the moment in the Premier League, does does he go over McCarthy, Henderson? I had Ramsdale down, but Ramsdale's not going. We all know that. But out of McCarthy and Henderson, uh, does he go over them? Well, I'm probably going to make a bit of a wild shout, but I think Pope right. should start as England's keeper. Right. I think every time he's played for England, mm. which is only a few times, of course, but I think he's been solid. Even if he does only save things with his hands and not with his feet, that's better than Pickford. Mm-hmm. Pickford has shown rubbish form at Everton mm-hmm. and rubbish form in England. You know, yesterday when he was playing, for me, he was just, he was so bad. Like his positioning and everything. I feel like the height of Pope, six foot seven as well, he's intimidating. He took one hit on the face before and he just went up, got up and carried on like it was nothing. Pickford would have been on the floor for ages. I feel it has to be Pope first keeper, then Pickford second. I don't think Dean Henderson should even be considered as starting mm-hmm. keeper because he doesn't start for Man United. Yeah, it's a shame. I think I, I think he should be starting. From, well, it's hard because... I would like to see him start for United. I'd like to see, I know David Hea is the more experienced, but I would like to see Henderson get a chance. And I think he should have left Man United. If he, if he, I think that was a poor decision to sign a long-term contract. I think he should have been asking, if I'm not starting, I should be, I, I'm leaving. I think that's, that, that's, that was his downfall. Do you think Alex McCarthy should be going, guys? I think he's done really well for Southampton so far. Obviously, they're, they're high in flying at the moment. Do you think he goes over Dean Henderson then as the third choice? I think so. And I've got a better goalkeeper sitting on the bench. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about Fraser Forster. We're not talking about Fraser Forster. He's not going. I don't think that's that's happening. I don't know what happened there because I think he genuinely yeah. a goalkeeper. Yeah, I, really... I think he's he was good at Celtic, and I think it was a shame. But I, I've got to say that he, his confidence has just dropped since he's gone to Southampton. Really, uh, I agree. I agree with you, Jordan. I think Henderson should be the number one. I think he's so much better than Jordan Pickford. And I think partly the reason why Southampton, or mm-hmm. uh, not Southampton, um, Sheffield United are playing so poorly is because they don't yeah. have Henderson and yeah. goals. He saved mm-hmm. them so much last season. As yeah. much as they played well, Henderson played a big part. Yeah, I don't think he should be number one at the moment for England, but for, for Man United, I think he should have been number one after the summer, after the season he had, personally. Theo, Henderson or McCarthy then? Because we're taking... I think I, I took Pope, Pickford and McCarthy, and that's who I picked as my three... For, for England, that's who I, I would suggest going for. But do you think out of those three, you think Pope's going? or Because you, you, River's saying he would start as number one, but you're you're saying he shouldn't be going. I mean, River, the Pope shout is just laughable, man. I mean, Pope's, <laughs> Pope's distribution is about 
Pope's distribution is one of the worst things I've ever seen. And the England centre-back's distribution is even worse. So, so Pickford's your, your number one. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I am bothered who they take as a, as a goalkeeper. Yeah. If, if Henderson doesn't play for, for, for Man United, McCarthy should go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No question about that. So, I like the McCarthy shout. So, yeah. I'd take Pope, Pickford and McCarthy then. Right. Yeah, I think, I think that's good. I think whether it be Pope starting or not, I think he's going. I think he will go. And I think Pickford will start at least... I think he'll start unless he has a huge drop off forever, and I think he's got to have even more calamity, say, like calamity moments yeah, for, yeah. for for Southgate to even reconsider that because he's starting him at the moment, and he's. he's I not think he's got to be dropped by Angelotti for a spell yeah, of games yeah. before Southgate will drop him. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be the thing. So that's our three. I think Pickford, Pope, and McCarthy because Henderson isn't starting for for United, and it's a shame because I think he is a top goalkeeper to be honest. Moving on to right back, and this is the big area of, of so many English good right backs at the moment. Trent Alexander-Arnold's injured, but at the moment, if he's back, I think he's definitely going on the plane. I think that's a definite shout. He's been class for Liverpool over the last couple of seasons. But second choice, and maybe third choice, but I'll go to River. Who, who else goes in, in the right back slot for you? I would say Reese James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's perfect because he fits in really good defensively and attacking wise he gives a lot as well I feel he's a better defender than Trent Alexander-Arnold but I would start Trent over because I just think Trent is completely world class but mm-hmm. with the form he's showing Reese James I feel he has to go yeah yeah I, I personally think he does have to go in this team I think he's also because he's a right wing back and can play a bit more of attacking attacking presence I think in my opinion, I like Wan-Bissaka, but he's too defensive and he wouldn't suit the, the, the right wing-back slot, I think, personally, that, that Southgate plays. I don't know what you think about that, Theo. Do you think Wan-Bissaka doesn't fit because, obviously, of the formation? Wan-Bissaka should fit. It just depends what Southgate does, if he plays a four or a three. Personally, I think England's starting right-back. He shouldn't be a centre-back. Right-back should be Kyle Walker. Mm. Um, Kyle Walker is 10 times better than Trent Alexander-Arnold mm. um, I actually think Trent Alexander-Arnold should be the the beyond backup I think you have Reese James, Walker and Wan-Bissaka going tell me what Trent Alexander-Arnold's done in an England shirt because he hasn't done anything I don't, uh, know. Well, I don't, I don't know about an England shirt he's getting caught out this season as well mm, um, we're yeah, seeing the true player I think so, though, but we've yeah. we've had injuries to Van Dyke and to to Gomez over as well as just recently. But you can't Gomez, tell me no assists and no yeah, clean shoots is is just down to Van Dyke. Yeah, true. But um, I, it's I just think... a, it just I just can't tell you the the formation he's going to play. Yeah. I think you've got to pick the Reese James shouts a good one, mm-hmm. and I think you've got to say Reese James, Trent, and Walker because Walker can play as a centre back. Yeah. But mm-hmm. goodness only knows. Yeah, yeah. And and there's all, obviously other shouts. Lamptey is coming on to form for uh, Brighton, but I think it's maybe maybe a bit too soon for him. But also, Kieran Trippier can play left-back, right-back. He's done well for, for, for Atletico. But yeah, maybe it's... It, it, I think you've got to have Walker if out, out of him and Walker. I think you take Walker. So we're saying Kyle Walker, Trent and Reese James then for, for right-back. Obviously, that's three right-backs. So that limits your options. But Walker can play as a centre-back. True, true. He's yeah, been playing as a, he's been playing in a free for, for England. So I class Walker as a centre. Right. Okay. So moving on to to centre back then. Out of the options, we've got Tyrone Mings. I'll go to River first. Tyrone Mings. How well has he done? Obviously, he's the captain. I think is he the captain for for Villa? No, Jack Grealish. Oh, it's Jack Grealish captain. Yeah. Right. Okay. Ah, I forgot about that. Right. 
I think Mings is a really good player and, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's solid. <laughs> but I do feel at certain times he likes to go up the pitch too high, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And I feel in this England squad, with the lack of defence we have, he can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. I still think he should start, but I feel like he should start alongside uh, Connor Cody. Because mm-hmm. to me, those two players, Mings with the left foot and Connor Cody, are the best passes the ball out of the defenders, mm-hmm. which can put the balls up to the attackers. So I feel yeah. those two have to go together. But also, I'd say Maguire and Mings. I wouldn't have Dyer anywhere near mm-hmm. the defence. He yeah. wouldn't go near for me. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your opinion on Tyrone Mings and Ronan personally? Do you think he's obviously he's a left foot player as well? So I think that's a good thing to have in, in defence, a player that can play on, on their left foot. Yeah, Mings is he's never done anything wrong. He's mm-hmm. deserved his chance with England as well. I think he's done a good job. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really put a foot wrong. He's he's also capable if needed playing left back. He started as a left back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, he he is a good player. Mm-hmm. Um so, I would have, yeah. I would have Joe Gomez around there though as well, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, the only issue is with Joe Gomez's injury. I don't know how long it's for. I don't know if you know, how how long. Be back, um, long. Back Liverpool, later. yeah, Liverpool said he'll miss most of the season, but he should be back for the latter part of the season, right. which means fit enough to play. So, in so at least gets at least gets a couple of games under. Yeah, because yeah. that's my only worry is that if you come back from injury, how much fit you are, and and I think that can that can that can affect you going straight into a massive tournament as, as the Euros. I think that 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 doesn't really help if if he, if he wasn't match fit. So yeah, I, I think I think Gomez goes if he's fit yeah. as well. But I think Mings definitely goes. Gomez will go fit. Um, also, we'll we'll pick someone else just in case he doesn't go because obviously injuries can you don't know you can bring him back too soon and gets injured again you never know so it's good to put as a as a maybe just in case he doesn't go but we'll put Gomez as a yes at the moment Michael Keane Theo we're talking about Michael Keane is he is he going to to the Euros for England as well I hope not mm. why, is, why is that you mentioned Harry Maguire I was going to mention it in a second yeah I was going to mention him in, in a bit but, um, the, 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 I was just going to say, sorry, the the, mm-hmm. cent, the centre backs are what scares me the most of this England team. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, it terrifies me. I hope he plays a four because of the fact that it only means we've got two idiots rather than three playing. Yeah. Um, sure. I don't know. I really don't know what he does. For me, I like the the Maguire has to start. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Joe Gomez as well. Maguire and Joe Gomez would be awesome. And Walker. Mm-hmm. Across the, the board, Mings is okay. Connor Cody is is good for a team that defend quite yeah. a bit. I like John Stones as well. He hasn't got the game time to play. I don't think he will. But um, John Stones in a free, especially at the the World Cup, was uh, was fantastic for England. Mm, but yeah. he won't go. He won't go. Um, no, you've also got Chris Smalling as well. Yeah, yeah, it's another shout possibly. But mm. I, I had to obviously. Does Harry Maguire go then as well? We'll cover Harry Maguire off. Yeah, yeah. But, but then out of form, like, but then he's he's out of form, and so it's like, no, he's I just, not. No, he but goes. oh, you've got to say that after since the summer he's had, he's he's just really like, he, he's just Did lost. Did you watch him against conference. Everton in the game? Yeah, no, I heard Everton. He was good. Harry Maguire was. I heard he was the best, but but then but then you look at the games before that it's just mistake after mistake. He's had he's had some tough times personally for Man United last season. He was a decent defender he mm-hmm. scores goals as well Harry Maguire is nailed on to start right so Harry Maguire we'll say goes then so we've got Maguire Cody Mings 
and then Gomez, if he's fit, if Gomez isn't fit, who's the other one that goes? Because I think four centre-backs, I think you usually take four centre-backs. Obviously, we said Walker can play there, but is does anyone else go? I've got down like Lewis Dunk, Ben White, Esri Konsa, Ben Mee, James Tarkovsky. I, I also gave a, a small shout-out to Liam Moore because he's top of Reading, but he's not going to go. I know that. I just thought I'd give him a small shout-out because of how well they're doing and he's the captain for them. But is there any other names that I've missed out there, boys? For me... I think watching Villa week in, week out, I think Esri Konza plays better than Mings, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. I feel he's way better defensively. Mm. I think yeah. he should go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's, a, it's not a bad shout. It depends how Villa finish off the season and they, they kept a clean sheet against PRM okay. Kabameyang, so one of the, classed as one of the best of the, in the Premier League. Not this season, but seasons past. So if, if you're keeping a clean sheet... From Villa, I don't think you can't not consider him. And Theo, you you were shocked at that because you hate Villa, and I know that. But let let your bias not take over here. It's like, not. I promise. I'd rather have Phil Jones go in the next. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'd another. Rather, it, it's like no, but the Phil thing Jones, is, the thing is, uh, what what's happened? What's happening? This is what happens, right? Yeah. We're 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 one four hundredth of this of the way into a Premier League season. And yeah. we're getting carried away with players who shouldn't... It's like Jude Bellingham. He shouldn't have had a cap for England. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But we're getting a bit carried away here. When it comes to a European Championship, you can't be having certain players... like Making Connor their Cody, debut. For making their de- yeah, yeah, making... Yeah, yeah. You've got to have a... I think he takes James Tarkovsky or Michael oh, Keane. No, yeah. I, I think you take Michael... I think Michael Keane would go. I, I Mings go. Riv, Mings goes. Okay, yeah, I'll, but, I'll give, I'll give yeah, you I'll Mings. Give then why... Does Ming go and not Konza because Konza was better than Ming's last season? Simply because Ming's has played games for England. Simply mm-hmm. because he's not a chance anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Cody goes because of his ability to play in the back three for Wolves as well. I think he will go, and he's been in the England squad. Well, I think the it, thing it's, is, a, it's the, a shame that he's sorry. not got game time. I think he deserves game time personally. Yeah, um, and I think Southgate's stupid not to have tried him at least. Yeah, I'd rather have Cody than Harry Maguire. <laughs> yeah. So the, no that's the thing. It's like if you take if you're gonna take Connor Cody, why are you not playing him now? Like, because now's the you don't have many games before the yeah. Euros, so why are you not experimenting with him? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So I've got down. So we've got Mings, Gomez if he's fit, Michael Keane if not. If Gomez isn't fit, we'll take Michael Keane, Connor Cody, and then Harry Maguire. So I think that's 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 decent. And we've got Kyle Walker to to slot in there as well. Moving on to left back, Ben Chilwell is. A dead on going. I don't think he's not going. I think he's been playing for Chelsea regularly now, getting assists for Chelsea. But he's we not hate ben, Me and Riv hate Ben Chilwell. Yeah, I don't think he's done well for England. That's the only thing. I, I th- it's surprising how he's not doing well for England. But I, I think he's going. I think you, you, you have to accept that Southgate's going to take him. I don't think he's, he's going. going. He's yeah, he will going. go. So going on to the other left backs. So I've got down. There's not many, and that and and that's saying something. I don't think there's loads out there. I've got Joe Bryan, Matt Target, James Justin, and Bakaya Saka, and I think Bakaya Saka goes. I think yeah, out of yeah, them, yeah. and and I, and I was leaving the one I was going to take, and that's Saka. I think Saka goes. His ability to play both left wing, left back, even central midfield. Sometimes he, he he's he's just all in, up up that left wing for Arsenal, and I think Saka goes. How impressed are you by by Saka, and do you think he'll get a chance at the Euros? Yeah, I've, um, last night I was. I think Saka was other than Jack Grealish. He was the the best part about the performance. He's fearless. He's he's really skillful. He's he's brilliant. Yeah, I like Saka. I'll, I'll pass it on to Riv now. To yeah, yeah, River. What do you yeah. think, of Saka? Yeah, for me, Saka has to be one of the first names on the team sheet. 
I think he gives everything every single time. He's been one of the standout players for Arsenal. I think he's miles better than Ben Chilwell. Mm-hmm. I think he offers way more. Even attacking, they say Chilwell can score goals, but that doesn't matter to me. I feel defensively, attacking pace-wise, I feel like Saka mm-hmm. trumps Ben Chilwell for yeah. almost everything and he has to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good show. And Ronan, what's your opinion on, on Saka? Do you think he's... Is, it's just his pace is so scary and he's one of the I think he's one of the best I'm not sure if it's Arsenal or whether it's Premier League but he's one of the best assisters at the moment I think yeah. um, in, in the league uh, he's, he's a bright young player and he's mm-hmm. he's got the trickery as well to get yeah. past his man he's defends well and he's great at crossing he is he's good at putting he's yeah. a great at assisting he is mm-hmm. he's really good I, I do think he's a a good player yeah, this question to you: Do you think he's better than Kieran Tierney? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. No, that's fair enough. Obviously, playing the same team, so I just thought I'd, I'd ask you that question there. But they're both uh, really good players. Both yeah, different players. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I think he's an exciting player. And I, I would like to see him get his chance over Chilwell, especially if you're playing a, a left wing back. Almost, I think he's he's definitely worth taking in the squad. Going on to midfield, Declan Rice, I think he's going. Obviously, West Ham, they're, they're, they're mid-table, but I think he's going. I think he's one of the players that will go. Can play centre-back as well, so is a good option for, for to play in um, multiple positions. Eric Dyer, I don't think I would take Eric Dyer personally, but do you think he, Southgate will take him, Theo, or what's your opinion on Eric Dyer? Eric Dyer. Oh, dear, oh dear. I can't stand him, personally. Mm. I think that the minute he jumped into the crowd against Brighton, uh, oh, he, yeah, yes, he, he should not have been able to play football again. He had a crack in 2016 Euros and did quite well for England 2018. There's too many players who are better than him. I mean, Rice, I ain't a fan of Rice, but Rice is better than Dyer. Dyer is, quite frankly, Dyer. You knew mm-hmm. it was coming, yeah. boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, and River, what's your opinion on Eric Dyer then? Yeah, well... I don't think he should be considered as a midfielder anymore, considering mm. he said that you know yeah, he's now playing as a centre half. I heard that, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, and for me, even in a centre half or a midfield position, he doesn't get over anybody else. I think his time has come now. He did well for England, but I don't think he should be in the squad anymore. Simple mm. enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got um, to admit, I know he's. I, I agree. I don't think he should be anywhere near the squad, but mm-hmm. I have to say, like. I still don't rate him brilliantly, but I think ever since he's been working with Mourinho, I think Mourinho has made him a bit of a better player. Mm-hmm. And yeah. back, playing centre-back, I do mm-hmm. think he's improved, but I still don't think he's good enough to be in England yeah. squad. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, I think the thing is with Eric Dyer, he seems to be loved by loads of managers. You know, I think mm-hmm. he's one of those managers' pets. Like I think Southgate will take him, to be honest, just because of the history he's had with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so do you think he will go then? Sorry, sorry there, River, do you say he will go? I don't want him to go, and I hope he doesn't go, but I think Southgate probably will take him. Mm, yeah, I think, I, I, I hope he doesn't go. What we'll do is we'll put no because we don't want him to go. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go with no because we don't want him to go. Other defensive midfielders, I had Calvin Phillips on the team, just, just scraping into this team. I, I quite like Calvin Phillips. I think he's a bright spot for Leeds and yeah I would like to see him go do you, do you agree with that Calvin Phillips to, to, to go to the Euros yeah yeah, yeah. I like Calvin Phillips yeah, yeah. I think um, he made his mark when he came on when he started for England I wasn't sure about him 
I was having doubts about him and then he played that game and I felt like he was one of the best players. So I definitely mm-hmm. think, yeah. Yeah. So we're saying yes for Calvin Phillips. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I, I would like to see Calvin Phillips. I think Jordan Henderson set on his Liverpool captain. I think he's the, yeah, if, if you're playing a three, I think he's that sitting player that they'll just do the pa- the normal passes, the, the easy passes if you need. But yeah, it can, it's shown for Liverpool and I'll go to, to Ronan with this. Jordan Henderson, obviously I think he's offered quite a lot more I think his athleticism is, is second to none really and I think in this England team you need that Yeah well is he not England captain as well am I right? No Harry Kane's England captain oh, Kane's captain He used to be England captain didn't he? Anyway no I think he's I think he's got to be there I think he's one of the first names on the team sheet again not because I'm a Liverpool fan I just yeah. think he genuinely is he, again he offers so much energy presses yeah he's mm-hmm. just your perfect box to box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that's that's the case, and he's definitely going. I'll move on to this next one, and it includes two players, and this is the this is the big talking point, and one that Southgate's tried to avoid. And I'll go to River, Jack Grealish or Mason Mount. Who starts, and do or do they both start? Grealish on the left or or Grealish in centre mid? What's what's your opinion on that? Yeah, I think they both start. I think Grealish should play on the left and Mason down the middle, mm. but I. If if he's not going to do that, there's no doubt in my mind that Grealish is a better player than Mason Mount. And I think mm-hmm. there's no denying it after the performance he gave now. Mm-hmm. And also on the left side, as we mentioned earlier, Saka. I think when Saka came on, him and Grealish working down that left side made a complete difference to the England yeah. squad. So mm-hmm. I feel like they work together. Grealish really respects Kane. Mm-hmm. He's been working so hard to get into this England squad. He's been transitioning to a left wing because that's what Southgate wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. He's been trying every single running around in every England start he gets. So I don't see why he wouldn't start over Mount. But I don't. Yeah. I think I think Mount should go as well. Yeah. What's your opinion on that, Theo? Do you think Grealish should be the the kind of the attacking player in the midfield three, or do you think he'll play left wing for for England? As as River said, he'll Southgate might play them both. It's just, it's such a annoying thing. It's so frustrating, this whole saga, because England's attackers are brilliant. Mm-hmm. And Grealish, for me, should not get over them at left wing. Mm-hmm. But Grealish should get in the team at camp because he offers more than Mason Mount in that respect. Now, mm-hmm. I haven't watched much of Jack Grealish this season, frankly, because I couldn't care less about <laughs> yeah. football. Yeah. But I turned it on last night and I have to say, I was quite impressed with him. I think mm-hmm. he did really, really well. And, and it's very rare to see an England player who, you know, just goes for it. One thing I don't like about the whole Grealish is Grealish gets fouled quite a lot, as everyone in the whole world knows. Mm-hmm. And as a player... If I see a player, an opposition player, if I see a player always going to ground and I think he's going to ground too early, it makes me think, you know what? I want to I wanna go and smash them even harder. So I think Grealish, is, Grealish winds up opponents to the point <laughs> that they want to play a bit better, if, you know, if that sound makes sense. Yeah. But um, I'd take Grealish and Mount, yeah, and, yeah. but Grealish has to start at camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Grealish has to start as well as almost like eight or ten as like what you're saying, Cam. Like uh, the attacking of the centre central midfield depends what formation he plays, and that's that's the thing. I think if you're playing four at the back and then three in midfield, then he's the 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 player that goes over a mount. And 
I think, yeah, I, I, I've got to say that I was never a big fan of Jack Village. I'm not, not a huge fan of Villa to, to River as well. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of Villa, but I've got to say that Jack Grealish has been fantastic this season and, and the last few years for Villa. I think he's, he's one of their standout players and has deserved that big move. It's not been, it's, I don't think it's been fair on him really because how long has he been trying to get into that England squad and Southgate's been putting up all these different rules for him and then he goes and starts Jude Bellingham who's had I know. what four appearances yeah. I don't understand don't I think Jude Bellingham's a great player but I just think it's, it's not, not his time it's not, he's not he's not yeah but yet. we've got to look at perspective here he started Jude Bellingham in a pointless friendly against Republic of mm-hmm. Ireland yeah, Grealish yeah. got his big break last night and at the end of the day what was the score it was 2-0 he didn't do anything no. in particular of note <laughs> so he was, he was the best player by far that is looking at football. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Grealish has, in my opinion, the reason Grealish hasn't got into the squad before is not because of Southgate's vendetta. Because Southgate's a, a Villa fan, basically. He, he played for Villa, he loves Villa, he missed a penalty for England and he's obviously a Villa yeah. fan. But he didn't get in because Mount was playing out of his skin. Foden was playing out of his skin. Mm-hmm. Even Ross Barkley, to a stage, was playing out yeah. of his skin back then. So there is reasons, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were about to say something, Ronan. What, what's your opinion obviously from an outside perspective out of them two Mountain um, and Grealish I think they're both brilliant players I really do but mm-hmm. I think Grealish deserves to be in the squad he's mm-hmm. worked hard for it and I think I do agree that he's been treated unfairly but I mm-hmm. think I do think he deserves it and this season he's shown it even with Aston Villa he's playing so well but I think the likes of you've got people knocking on the door as well like, mm-hmm. like yeah. people said I think Phil Foden is a fantastic yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Another one that I think should be considered as well. Mm-hmm. And if, if Ross Barkley keeps playing the way he's playing this season, he's another one that I think could be knocking on the door because he, he's always been a great player. I just think he's more looked at as a, a star at Aston Villa, whereas at Chelsea he was just a squad player. So mm-hmm. now that he's getting his chance at Villa, he is taking it at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I think he's another one that... To, to be considered. Yeah. They're so spoiled. They're so spoiled. <laughs> so spoiled for choice. I know, I know. It's a shame when you're a Scotland fan and looking at how much spoil <laughs> how much players they're not going to be taking England. You're just like, I wish I had a few of those. But looking at the looking at the other choices you mentioned, I, I, I was gonna take and I'm not a big fan of Foden. I don't know why. I don't know why I don't like Foden. I I have no reason. I just think he's still too young and still a, a bit inexperienced for for a tournament of this calibre. But I was thinking I've got Options, obviously, Foden, Ward-Prowse, Bellingham, Ox-Chamberlain, Oxley-Chamberlain, Harry Winks, Barkley and Madison. So I was going to take Foden out of those options. But I think Ward-Prowse, I think Ward-Prowse has been really great for Southampton. I think along with Armstrong, I think he's been one of Southampton's better, obviously, the midfielders. I think he's been one of the better central midfielders. And I don't think Southampton's lost much with Hoiberg leaving now that, that Armstrong and, and, and James Ward-Prowse have been taking that mantle really and I think he's done really well this season so far so out of those op- those options does Phil Foden go over all of them? I totally forgot about James Madison as well he's another yeah. brilliant player yeah. honestly yeah he's... definitely but so so River does, does Foden go or what's your uh, opinion? It's, it's hard to see who goes I think you have to judge it on form because I feel mm-hmm. like with Ward Prowse as well he mm-hmm. offers no other player offers in the England squad for me. The free mm. kicks are just amazing. His yeah. free kicks are amazing. But apart from that, I feel like 
he's not got that much to offer. With Ross Barkley mentioned earlier, if he continues great form, then I don't see why he couldn't get in. Madison, he's been injured. Mm-hmm. But before that, he was playing amazing the work yeah. as well. Phil Foden, though, if he's getting more minutes for City, mm-hmm. then I, I think he can be a world-class player. Yeah. So I feel like Foden is probably the yeah. best option. Yeah. yeah. So, Theo, you, you're a big admirer of Phil Foden and we've had our discussions over him in the Man City episode and that. But does he go, is he experienced enough to... to, to even, well, like, obviously, I don't think he'll start, that's the thing. But as that wee bit of, like, stardust, almost like that, kind of, like, just offer something completely different that no other player offers, does he go? See, you can you gauge experience in, in two different ways, but Phil mm-hmm. Foden's played probably just as much just a few less England games than Grealish, Mings, Cody. Yeah. Foden goes for England, absolutely. Madison is brilliant for five games a season, and then he goes missing or gets mm-hmm. injured. I like James Madison, but it's got to be Phil Foden. I mean, mm-hmm. on his day, the kid's awesome, and he's 18. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. what a player. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That, uh, well, I had him down in the team. I, I was almost close to putting Ward Prowse in, but I was just like, uh, looking at the positions, I, I went for two DMs, two centimetres, and two cams. And then obviously Mount, I put Mount as a centre mid rather than a cam, but can obviously as a cam slash centre mid. So that, that's the that's the ones we go. So yeah, I think that's that's a good amount of numbers. And we'll, we'll see if we've got any other extra space for maybe maybe another central midfielder. But we'll, we'll we'll discuss that later on. Moving on to the wingers. So we've got Jaden Sancho. I think he's going to go. I don't think that's that's in doubt. I think he's been a top player for Dortmund. Not had a great start to this season, but I still think he can turn around. I think the transfer rumours maybe have have distracted him slightly. So I definitely think he's going to go. And he scored for England, obviously. Was it Friday night? or so? I don't know when, when England played, but he did score a goal in the game he played. So yeah, I definitely think he's going. What's your opinions on Sancho? Does he start over Sterling? Because I, I've got Sterling going as well on, on, on this team sheet, but does he... Does him or Sterling start on the right wing? What's, what's your opinions on that, boys? I'll go to River first. I do really like Sancho, mm-hmm. but I thought he had the chance to make an impact in the game mm-hmm. against Belgium and he came on and completely did nothing for mm-hmm. me. I, I, I feel like when Sterling's fit, he's one of our best players and he has been one of our best players mm-hmm. for the past few years. So for me, I would take Sterling over Sancho mm-hmm. yeah. just because of the pace i know sancho has the same pace but so do you think he doesn't go then do you don't do you not think sancho goes to this tournament no i think sancho goes but as a backup i prefer right. sterling over him yeah okay yeah yeah uh, i think both are going but yeah I, I i can agree that i think it's between them two theo what's what's your opinion on on the right wing slot yeah i've been disappointed with sancho this season disappointed with his attitude I've been disappointed in, with him big time. I think he'll, he'll uh, come 2021 20, when, when January comes, he'll be better. But Raheem Sterling is absolutely world class. Mm-hmm. There's no way on earth that Raheem Sterling does not start for England. Mm-hmm. The player England missed last night was Raheem Sterling. And England are a better team with him. He's probably, in my opinion, he's our best player. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I like Sterling, but I think he's had a drop-off this season and that's clear to see. But Man City have, as a team have had a drop-off. Yeah. So it's 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 close. But then, as we said, Sancho's not in great form either. So if Sterling has done it in the past, I think Sterling should start. Ronan, what's your opinion on Raheem Sterling now as a obviously left Liverpool uh, to go to Man City? And what, what's your opinion on him? At first, when he left Liverpool for £50 million, mm-hmm. I thought that, that I'll take that in a heartbeat because... Mm-hmm. He, I didn't think he was worth that and even for seasons onwards like for the next three seasons I still thought 
we got our money's worth, like getting 50 million. And because mm-hmm. I thought it was a total waste, but ever since Pep came into Man City, he's been a different player. Mm-hmm. But I think you would play Sancho on the right and Sterling on the left because Sancho plays on the right for Dortmund, so it's not new to him. So, yeah. but I mean, you've also got other options that we'll, I'm sure we're going to consider in the, in the striker area that can play yeah. there, like mm-hmm. Rapper yeah. and things. But mm-hmm. no, I, I, I rate them both. I think, yeah. But I do agree. I think Sterling is the better player. But mm-hmm. Sancho's so young, he's still got so much to, to, to come. To come, yeah. yeah. I, I think England fans should be excited that they have so much talent on their wings. The player mentioned in Marcus Rashford, I think he's going to be on the left-hand side, like he has for Man United. I think he's going to be starting. And it's... Obviously, we mentioned Grealish can play on the left, but if you've got Rashford there, I think Rashford definitely plays as the left wing. And then we would play Grealish as the, obviously, slash 10 player in the team. Going on to strikers, main man Harry Kane, he's been on fire this season. And as out of this season, obviously, he's, uh, the last few years, he, he hasn't started so well. But this season, he's, he's, he's gone off like a... Like a fire, like he's just he's just firing the goals for for Spurs, and yeah, he's he's the captain. He's going to be starting up top for the first game for definite. And obviously, you've got other options. Let, let's co- talk about these options though. Dominic Calvert Lewin has been informed for Everton. Theo, does he does Dominic Calvert Lewin go for you? It depends what he does the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. It really depends yeah. what he does because I think he's a bit of a just a one hit wonder at the moment. I hope mm-hmm. he's not. I really hope he's not. But. England striking options, mm-hmm. we've only got a few spaces and we've got quite a lot of options. Mm-hmm. So Don Calvert-Lewin is kind of a Harry Kane type player as well. Mm-hmm. It just depends what he does. So it's Calvert-Lewin's place to lose at the moment, but I would think he's mm-hmm. going to lose it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it could be it could be one of those things where he does lose it and uh, he's got to keep up his form to, to definitely be in Southgate's consideration. He does for Everton. Looking at the other options, well, I'll, I'll, I'll read them out. So we've got Callum Wilson, Danny Ings, Ollie Watkins, Patrick Bamford, Tammy Abraham, and Jamie Vardy. So uh, we'll go to Jamie Vardy last because that's the, the player that's retired from international football, but obviously is banging in the goal still for Leicester. So we'll, we'll cover that in, uh, at the end. But out of those options, I don't think Callum Wilson will go. I think he's informed for, for Newcastle, but I don't think he will go. Danny Ings, What's your yeah. opinion on Danny Ings? I'll, I'll go to Ronan. What's your opinion on Danny Ings? You, you were saying yes, yeah. Yeah, I think he's got to go. I know he's just had an injury, but I mean, he's he was banging in the goals last season. He's mm-hmm. started this season banging in the goals. He's a goal scorer. I do think he's a, an option if if you're mm-hmm. you're losing yeah. and you have twenty minutes to go, you put him up front with Kane. I mm-hmm. think he's. I do think he's got to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What What's your opinion, River and Theo, on on Danny Ings? I really like Danny Ings. I think he's one of the unsung heroes and he's been definitely a hero for Southampton. The goal he scored against Villa was just had the audacity to take that on and put it in top bins. He's been Mm -hmm. amazing, you know, for a long time now. He's had injury problems, but I feel like behind Kane, I love, Mm -hmm. I really love Kane. I think he's our best player. Passing for a striker is ridiculous and Mm -hmm. I think he gives everything. For whenever, whenever he plays, I feel like even when he hasn't started well, that's because of injury. I feel like he's always been one of the best strikers in the league. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Danny Ings. But I do like Dominic Calvert-Lewin as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't think he's a one-season wonder because I feel like the season before and the season before that, he's been really trying to get into the England squads. And he's a good poacher, but 
I would take Danny Ings over Ron Calvert Lewin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think I, I would take Danny Ings because he offers something different to Kane and DCL. I think he offers something completely different. So I, I think I would take him. Theo, what's your opinion on Danny Ings? Does he go for you? I mean, he goes for me, obviously. But just two things. A, I can guarantee you he won't be fit because mm-hmm. he's very rarely fit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's injured at the moment, so we'll see what happens to him when he comes back. Mm-hmm. And B, he, he won't come on. He won't be played because he doesn't suit the system. And with strikers, Southgate only brings on players who suit the system, yeah. which there is one in that list he will definitely bring. Mm. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll say that in a second, because I think I know who you're talking about. And is that Tammy Abraham for you? Or yeah. Who's, yeah. So Tammy Abraham, in my opinion, if he's not playing for Chelsea, I don't think he should be going. But like, he's playing reg- Chelsea. But is he playing regularly? Mm. Is he playing regularly? Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's passed two league games. He's scored twice. Oh, right, okay. yeah. So, yeah. He's been playing, Lampard's been playing Werner on the left to let Abraham play. Right, okay. Because he, he's looked at Werner and he's gone, you know what, he ain't that good, so we'll put Abraham up <laughs> top and see what I happens. I think Werner's so much better through the middle. That's when he got his goals. Oh, his river disappeared. Oh, River's disappeared off the off the podcast, we'll but hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll get him back in a second. But yeah, so I think Tammy Abraham fits the system, but... I, again, if he, if he is playing, I didn't really know. I didn't I haven't been watching, like listening and looking at Chelsea really. Oh, he's back now. That's that's River back. So that's good. But yeah, I think looking at the the players, obviously Tammy Abraham. I think Cal Wilson's in with a shout knocking on the door as well. He started mm. well for he started well for Newcastle. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't take Wilson, but I'll I'll get River. He's back now, so I'll get his opinion on this player, Ollie Watkins. If he gets over twenty goals or fifteen to twenty goals. Does Ollie Watkins get a chance or get a sniff in, in there, do you, do you think? I don't think you should ever rule him out. Mm. I don't think... I think he can he's play a, left wing as well, can't he? So Yeah, he's a good player and he can play, yeah, he's versatile, as you said. But mm-hmm. I feel like there is options uh, better than him. But mm-hmm. if he keeps up the form for Villa and we keep having a good season, I don't see why he shouldn't be able to go to the England squad. But right, how it's looking now... With, Still pick people like Ings and Don Calvert-Lewin over him, but do, do you, you pick, never know. Do you pick Abraham over him? Because the, the boys were saying just as, just as you come, were coming back there, they would take Abraham. Do you think Abraham or Watkins? I forgot about Abraham. I think he could even be considered to go in. I think mm-hmm. he's been really good for Chelsea this yeah. season, mm-hmm. and uh, the season before he was the top goal scorer. So yeah, he could get in the line. Before rings or dominant Calvert Lewin. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think I, I think he deserves a mention. I don't think he'll get anywhere near the squad. But I think if you were to bring him in, he'd offer something different to the squad. Mm-hmm. But he, he won't get in. But I, I do think Mikel Antonio has been really good for mm-hmm. West Ham. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll get near the squad. But mm-hmm. I think he's a different player to any player that England have. Mm, yeah, definitely. I think that's yeah, that's a worthy shout. But obviously, I think they've just got too much quality. Too much for, quality for, yeah. for Antonio to get in there. So I'll go over the squad that we've got so far. So I'll, for the strikers, Kane will say Dominic Calvert Lewin just based on form at the moment, and we're saying t- Tammy Abraham. And if it, do we take Danny Ings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it, we'll take Danny Ings. If not fit, does obviously. We'll, do you think Watkins? Or, well, actually, we'll, we'll cover this player, Vardy. Does, does Vardy come back? That's the question. You, and I'll go to Theo. Gareth Southgate picks up that phone and says, Jamie Vardy, I love you. Get in the squad. If Jamie Vardy starts for England at the Euros with Harry Kane, England get past the group yeah. stage. See what I did there? 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you don't want to blow your trumpet too much. Um, so no chance of getting past Declan Gallagher. Oh no, Declan Gallagher's going to take him off his feet. Oh, so, I'm scared. <laughs> but like, yeah, looking at it, so going to yourself, River, do, does does Jamie Vardy come out of retirement? Because I I just don't see how he does. Like, I don't know. It's it's such a tough one because I don't think Southgate will. I think Southgate's stubborn enough to to not do it. Yeah, Southgate is stubborn, but if we could get Jamie Vardy back, that'd be amazing. I yeah. think he's yeah. such an amazing striker, so underrated. The amount of goals he puts out is better than he's been better than all the top strikers in the league for me in the past mm-hmm. few seasons. If we could get him, he has to go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's the thing. So we'll say one Kane... thing that will get the England yeah. the England fans going is he's not actually announced retirement from England. He he only he quote walked away, mm. so he's he's left the door open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think well, if he said that, then I think Southgate needs to stop being stubborn and, and get him in the squad because yeah, yeah, what 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 better way to have a Euros than a Vardy party? Um, I think you've got to have that. So the strikers we've got Kane, Calvert Lewin. Ings if, if he's fit, but if not, we've got Watkins and Vardy. Obviously, Vardy would go for Watkins if, if Vardy does come back. But And we've got Tammy Abraham as well. Going over the squad as a whole then, I'll, I'll cover this. So we've got Pickford, Pope, McCarthy, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Rhys James, Kyle Walker. We've got Mings, Gomez if fit, if not, Michael Keane. We've got Connor Cody, we've got Harry Maguire. We've got Ben Chilwell, Saka. We've got then Rice, Phillips, Henderson, Mount. We've got Foden, we've got Grealish. And then we've got Sancho, Rashford, Sterling. I'm counting too many here. I don't, I don't know if I'm counting too many here, boys. I think I've got 24, 24 or 25 on my list here. Okay, get rid of Calvin so, Phillips then. So Calvin Phillips. Were, oh, and I take one of the strikers away. Right. Yeah. So we've got okay. Calvin Phillips there getting rid. I don't think it'll be fit. So put. So, well, who do you want, Ings or Abraham? What are you saying, River? I'll, 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 I'll go to you first. Ings or Abraham? Abraham Abraham Agreed Okay That's fine And we'll say Vardy If, if not Abraham then if, if Vardy's back So that's fine So yeah So I think That's our our team Apologies if I've got the count wrong to, to our listeners out there Apologies about that But Looking at the first First 11 For England Do we play a back four boys Because I've, I've got a back four I don't know what you're thinking So We've got Pickford and goals At the moment I, I think I think that's I think he will go And we've got Trent at right back. We've got Connor. Co- I've, 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 do you think James? Do you think James over over Trent? Nah, nah no. Trent. I think Ronan and, and River are saying Trent. I, I had Trent, so I think Trent will start just as the the more experienced of of the pair. Connor Cody and, and Harry Maguire, or or what are we thinking? Mag- Cody Maguire Mings. What are we thinking? Maguire boys? Gomez. Maguire Gomez. I don't think Gomez will be fit. Maguire Mings then I think either Maguire Mings or Connor Cody Mings right yeah that's fair we've got Chilwell left back but Saka as well that's obviously the options there what we're thinking so if we're going to four the midfield three what we're thinking boys Saka Saka in the midfield three no no I'm sorry yeah okay I was like thinking what (laughs) so I play what he'll play is you'll play Hendo Rice and then Grealish yeah, I think that's... No, he should... won't, sorry. He'll play Hendo Rice and probably first game he'll play Mount because he mm. loves Mount. Yeah. But but he should it, play Grealish. Yeah, do, we'll go with what we want. So we'll go with... I think I went Henderson, Rice and, and 
Mason Mount initially, but I think Grealish, yeah, I think Grealish should be in there. And then in our front three, we're saying Sterling, Kane, and Rashford. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, no, that's that's a good team, boys. I think that's definitely a good team. So before we finish up, I think Scotland. I think it's all down to how far they can go. If they can go past the groups, I think it'd be amazing. But boys, what are you thinking for England? Like realistically, what are you thinking for England this this summer coming? It's a tough start for England. Scotland's start to the group's actually quite nice with the fixtures that Scotland have got. Mm -hmm. I think England will get out of the groups because you have to be awful not to get... Because the the third team's qualified as well. I've looked at the draw and regardless of where England finish, if they finish in the top two, they'll be meeting Germany, France or Portugal. Or Scotland, for example. Whoever gets out that group will be... That would be be so tough. Yeah, I've not checked. So, I, I, didn't, I didn't check past the groups, but over that sounds tough. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. I, I think realistically, England, if they get it right, could be looking at, at a quarterfinals semis. <laughs> However, there is room for England to get it horribly wrong. It, <laughs> it's a fine line, really. I think yeah. Scotland will get out of the group as well. I really do. You think? Do. Yeah. Do you think, think they'll get? I think Scotland. Uh, yeah. Scotland's oh, fixtures. They've got Czech Republic at home first game, <laughs> which is a win. Croatia, not the team they used to be. In that game on Friday night away at England, last game of the group, that's going to be a cracker. Yeah. Yeah. I think it will come down to that, really. But I don't think England will win it. Yeah. No. What what do you make for the the game against Scotland, England? What do you think the game's going to be like? Do you think it's going to be intense? And and what's your opinion? I'll go to, to Ronan first. Do you think it's going to be such a close encounter? I don't know. It depends what... Scotland turn up and it also depends what England turn up (laughs) but I think England have the advantage not just because they've got a better squad but because they're playing at Wembley Mm -hmm. it'd have been nice if that tie was at Hamden Mm -hmm. but I think Scotland are good enough to beat England but they need to be on their game you know Um, it's it'll be interesting to see how the defence deals with Lyndon Dykes because I genuinely think Lyndon Dykes is one of the main reasons that Scotland have qualified because I think he's been massive to us in terms of he's I think he's such a good player. Yeah. But I, we'll see. But I'm 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 really looking forward to it. Yeah. Really looking forward to I, it. I really think that our, our our quality of Christie and McGregor can challenge that defence. And we said that defence is probably the weak point for England. So boys, what what's your opinion on the match between Scotland and England? What what do you think it'll be? Do you think it'll be a close encounter or do you think England will run away with it? Like in past past history I think Scotland will definitely bring the fire you know I think they'll really try hard and especially if uh, fans are allowed back there yeah. the fans will be loving it you know they'll make the atmosphere really good for mm-hmm. Scotland because they've got yeah. some great fans mm-hmm. but I, I feel if England get the right system mm-hmm. Southgate gets it right mm-hmm. then I think England can go far. I don't think they can win it, but as mm-hmm. Fair said, I'd, I'd back quarterfinals, semifinals. Yeah. So I think we have the upper advantage, but if Scotland bring their A game and England's not at it, then mm-hmm. Scotland could yeah. easily win. Yeah. And Theo, just to, just to finish, what, what's, your, what's your then opinion on that game then? It's, it's going to be a close game. It's a tournament, no question about it. A lot at stake. But I just want to, like, I, I would never underestimate, I never underestimate, having lived in Scotland, you know, as an English fan, you never underestimate Scotland, ever. Mm-hmm. And they could easily beat England. But I just would like to say, for all the negativity surrounding England, if England get it right and they click, with the players they've got, especially that front three, 
I don't know where they could end up, but but I don't think that they, it's not going to be a six nil or a dropping. No, I think it might be a one one draw probably. Yeah, that, that's that, well. It was a two two. Was it a two two draw in the end or three two? Was it three two in the end at Hampton? It was two two. We yeah. went two up. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, did we lose that? Or did we, I'm sure we drew it. So yeah, but the past couple of days before that. <laughs> mm-hmm, true, true. But I think it's going to be an interesting one, and I'm excited to see what happens. I think. It'll be hyped up. Hopefully fans are louder back in, in stadiums in general. I, do, I think everyone's living for that. I do think England this time round compared to last time Scotland played England is I do think they've definitely got a lot more quality than mm-hmm. what they had mm-hmm. in the likes of your Mount Grealish Foden. Mm-hmm. You've got I do think they've got a lot more mm-hmm. superstars in their team. <laughs> yeah, true. True, that's the thing. So yeah, it's a good way to close the pod, guys. Uh, uh, thanks again, obviously, for for joining me and and talking about this. And I'm sure we'll do another updated version closer towards the tournament. But I thought, what better way to obviously have an obviously coming out of an international weekend to do an international pod because obviously a big story with Scotland getting through and England. Yeah, it's it's a conundrum to why they're not playing Jack Grealish because yeah, he's he's one of the outstanding players at the moment in the Premier League. So definitely something to consider for Southgate. So yeah, but thanks again for for listening to this pod to all our listeners out there. Don't forget to to subscribe to our podcasts uh, to get notified when when they're released. Hopefully we'll we'll have them out more more quickly than usual. Obviously we've we've had a bit of tough time with scheduling, but hopefully we'll get we'll get them out for you as soon as possible to listen to. Also follow our podcast Instagram, which is at the Emphatic Fanatics Podcast for all updates as well. And don't forget to tell your mates, your colleagues, your friends, your workmates. So yeah. But thanks again guys and thanks for listening.